0: Welcome to the Brony Initiation Podcast. I'm your host, Demi Gloom, joined as always by my co-host, Riley. How you doing, Riley?
1: My name is Riley, and I'm here to say, I am tired.
0: You are very tired. Why? Uh,
1: Because I've been working overtime, baby. Ah.
0: You getting that overtime check? In two weeks, I'm getting that overtime check. What are you? What are you gonna? What are you gonna buy? Because I know you, uh, you're you're like a chronic money spender. You don't save shit. What are you gonna buy?
1: Just like piles and piles of disgusting food and snacks. Maybe a video game.
0: You know what you really should buy? What? So there's this really cool thing that I have. It really improves my podcasts and makes people want to listen to me more. It's called a, nope. It's called a decent fucking microphone. You degenerate. Get yourself Thank a fucking you. fifty dollars snowball microphone, fucking beautiful sound quality. It's gonna sound, sound like such
1: shit. It's gonna it's gonna
0: catch my AC worse than this headset does. Yeah, and then we'll use noise reduction, like Jason taught me. Yeah, but that's not gonna fix it all the way. Yeah, but I mean, dude, it'll like be better the, than your shitty. Like ass when the headset. AC was
1: running in the fucking hotel room when I talked to stereo on Pokemon Variety Hour.
0: Dude, I really, you really just need to get a, a better microphone. Honestly, just please, please, dude, for the no, love of God, get it's a better phone. Fucking... You're not a podcaster. You're a fucking phone podcaster. You're a fucking. I don't a have a phone. Twenty dollar fucking using... Turtle Beach headset podcaster. You son of a bitch. This ain't even Turtle Beach, bro. This is Sadie's dog. Fucking hi, H E I just messaged me. And said, "Hey, princess, can I see your cute legs?" How should I, how should I respond to that?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: All right. Anyways, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into the episodes? Or are we just going to whip through this?
1: Yeah, I would rather do anything than be here. So yeah, let's do this.
0: Man, why, why, why can't you be a better sport? At least for the listeners.
1: No, I usually I usually love being here, but in this particular case it's more of the case of I would rather have done this next week, but we haven't done it in fucking 3 weeks, so we had to get it
0: done. Oh, yeah, should we should we tell them about the fucking hiatus because some of them are are not in our Discord server? Uh, so fucking Demi Gloom went on a
1: fucking vacation for like 20 years
0: for like 10 and. days and everyone everyone's like begging me on twitter like demi come back please demi gloom we need demi gloom demi gloom please come back singing fucking 80s love songs and shit demi come back to me fucking all depressed because i'm gone guess how many days i was gone i was gone for fucking eight days that's it eight Look, demi gloom days. i'm gonna be
1: entirely honest with you i'm gonna be entirely like honest and wholesome here on this podcast okay you are probably the best online friend I have at this current moment. So not being able to voice chat with you for ten days kind of fucking
0: sucks. Holy shit! What what a what a wonderful honor! I'm really glad that My Little Pony has brought us together, made us. <laughs> has nothing to do with My, us, My Little Pony. It's made us question our sexualities and feel closer no. to each other. No, I'm really. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was a little. I was too much of a, <laughs> a pussy to bring this up in the DMs, but.
1: <laughs> you know to make him insecure
0: did we fucking read that telonym on brony initiation or was that on the largest issue
1: i don't remember i don't think we even
0: read that publicly so yeah no, nobody's so gonna me get and that both
1: received a telonym
0: <laughs> basically like somebody was pretending to be riley and sent me an anonymous message on telonym saying that Hey, I've been very insecure, and I just wanted to tell you I have a crush on you or whatever while doing podcasts. And then someone sent him the same shit, pretending to be me. And neither one of us fucking messaged, messaged each other that. And I was just funny as fuck. No, but oh yeah, we also have one. We also have one comment that I'm gonna read really quickly. <laughs> I def- we've definitely never read this comment before. This is, <laughs> this is also definitely not our ninth take. Doing this podcast episode it's
1: definitely not our ninth take taken two weeks after our first eight takes
0: yeah definitely not but anyways onage night music says nice podcast where'd you get it good podcast town parentheses
1: <laughs> yeah that's where we got it bro
0: that's not where we got it uh i made it
1: we actually got it from uh good podcast uh city it's a little more a little more up uh, on the up end
0: Yeah, you you lowlifes wouldn't know about that. But anyways, we're going to get into the very first episode, which we've already shared our opinions about like eight times, so it's not going to be a fun or funny exchange. Uh, Anyways, episode, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, season one, episode 11, is titled Winter Wrap-Up. It was written by Lauren Faust, Cindy Moru, Bonnie Zashirly... Directed by Jason Thiessen and James Wuton. And the plot is, During Ponyville's annual outdoor spring cleanup, Twilight Sparkle struggles to find a way she could pitch in. And it, the plot was essentially just... Um, Twilight's new to Ponyville, still, obviously. And they're cleaning up spring. And each each like species or race of ponies is like doing a different thing. Like the... The fucking... And I don't know. Everyone's, like, doing different things to help clean up. Fluttershy is, like, taking care of animals. Like, waking up the animals for, like, hibernation or whatever. And then there's, like, Rarity is making baskets. We got Applejack who's, like, hauling a bunch of shit. And then Rainbow Dash. I don't remember what everything was doing. But Twilight basically, like, follows people around and tries to help. But she always keeps messing it up and she feels really bad about it. And in the very end, she says i know everyone starts fighting and she says i know what we need is organization and she starts telling other people what to do and bossing them around and everything works out and they all live happily ever after and hell
1: yeah dog
0: yeah what did did you think about this episode riley i think you liked this Uh, one
1: what the fuck what was my scale again do you remember let's i
0: don't fucking abandon the scale dude
1: No, I like my scale. I want to remember it, but it's been so long.
0: It was like fucking boring. Kind, I don't remember, dude. I do not remember. It's over. It was,
1: it was awful. Something, awful, boring. All right, and good question mark. Okay,
0: and which one do you (laughs) give?
1: Um. (laughs) I think I give this one you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I think I put this one in the middle between boring and alright.
0: So boring point five? Strong Boring point five. Strong, boring, uh, soft, alright.
1: Yeah. I'd say that's about the size of it. It's like it's not This episode didn't really entertain me that much, but, like, it also didn't piss me off, and there were a couple of good moments. So, yeah, I'd say it's kind of boring, but all right.
0: I think the most the most interesting part about this, and that I've heard countless bronies talk about, is the musical number, the song. The winter wrap-up, winter wrap-up. Let's finish our holiday cheer, because tomorrow spring is here. Everyone loves that song, and, like, so many people said... People including, like, The Living Tombstone and, like, a bunch of other bronies. They're like, that was the moment I realized, like, the show was awesome and the musical numbers were really good. And I, I don't know what Riley thinks, but I did not have that opinion about the winter wrap-up song. And I didn't think it was that great. What do you think, Riley? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's not the worst musical number I've heard in this show, but it's definitely not as influential as you seem to say that other bronies think it is
0: i like i like the the laughter song better than this unironically well i don't like the laughter song better than cancer <laughs> i don't think i don't think most people like the laughter song but i like it i, I love Pinkie pie singing that's my hot take Pinkie when pie really i was a little philly, philly and the, the sun, sun is going, going down, down. <laughs> banger bro no, but, like, yeah, I don't know. I felt like the musical number... The musical number carried the episode. I mean, it, it was good. Don't, don't get me wrong. It was good. Just not, like, revolutionary. And it was, it was the best part of the episode, for sure. I personally got really pissed off at the end. I felt like the... There's A, it was Twilight just trying to do what everyone else is doing. When, like, they didn't even really, like, need her help. She was just, like, trying hard to do other things. And then just failing and failing. It was very repetitive and boring. It's like, oh... Just a fucking montage that lasts 20 minutes of Twilight trying new things and failing. And the whole organization thing was kind of stupid. It was just everyone arguing about what they wanted to do, how they were going to organize everything. And then she just said, everyone shut up and listen to me. And then everyone just blindly listens to her. Like, that wasn't realistic. No, because I think
1: what it is is, like... I think what they're trying to imply, at least, is just, like, that everybody else doesn't really have a talent for organizing the way that Twilight does. And that's the talent that she brings to the table is... Being able to organize more efficiently than the rest of them.
0: I just don't understand why everyone listened to her immediately. Ah, because they know that
1: Twilight's the smart one who knows the shit.
0: I guess. Like, but people barely know Twilight at this point. I don't know. Yeah,
1: but the other like pony friends are like the fucking like lead ponies of the town, pretty much. So like they vouch for twilight i don't
0: know about that they're just really emphasized like within the show i don't know if they're like the lead ponies i mean they just ha- I mean, they just have jobs like jack like
1: wins the key to the city or some shit doesn't she oh yeah she that, that is true
0: thing. that is true that happened once but yeah i don't know me personally i, I do number ratings for this show I don't I don't know what the fuck Riley scale is. I give this
1: uh I can't number rate. I just can't do it. I refuse to number rate anything. Ever I give again. this I
0: give this a 5 out of 10. I give it a Except
1: for the movie review podcast cuz I have to.
0: I give it a light 5 personally. It's not it's not great. But it's not it's it's not offensive, I guess. I don't know. It was all right. It was just It's just overrated. That's the real thing. It's like everyone talks about, "Oh, Uh, winter wrap-up is just the turning point of the series it's just it's just when I it's the moment I realized this was not a little girl's cartoon this is this is the real deal I feel I feel more strongly about I feel I have that opinion about the next episode we're going to talk about like I don't I don't see what's so great about this episode this episode was just boring there was nothing that great about it yeah I don't know you got anything else to say Yeah, no, it's,
1: this one is just kind of middling, pretty much.
0: Yeah, not a whole lot of interesting things to say about it, honestly. Not a really great discussion to have, but, uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll talk about the next episode after this message. Hi, did you know that there is an official trigger warning Twitter page? Well, now you do. Go on Twitter and look up at t Cast to stay updated about all trigger warning related content. Alright, that's about it, yo. I'm gonna just let this ride for... until now. And we're back! And we're here to talk about Season 1, Episode 2, Call of the Cutie. Directed by Jason Theason and James Wuton. And written by Lauren Faust, Megan McCarthy, and Bonnie Zashirle, again. Um, the plot of this episode is Applejack's little sister, Applebloom, is driven to get a quote-unquote cutie mark after most of her classmates receive one. Uh, I thought this was a pretty good episode. What about you?
1: I agree. I put this one... I think I've actually like grown fonder of this one with time, because I totally watched it yesterday and not three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I put it solidly in the, the good question mark category i think it's one of my favorites so far i enjoyed the fun little cutie mark adventure there were a lot of funny moments i really like apple bloom she's funny and yeah
0: yeah i really i really like this episode honestly have i told you that this is the very first episode of mlp i ever saw i think you did tell me that like at
1: some point i don't remember
0: yeah i watched this episode when um I was playing I was, I was probably playing my PSP at the time. Uh and my sisters were watching this episode uh on Netflix, I don't remember if I think it was Netflix. It was either on Netflix or on The Hub, which I don't know if that fucking channel exists anymore. But uh it
1: it it, it exists but it's called Discovery Kids now. Oh,
0: it's Dis- Discovery Kids it's Hub. Yeah, bro. Do they air My Little Pony on there? Like reruns? I think so. Oh, cool. I haven't seen MLP on TV for a long time. Didn't fucking MLP used to air on Cartoon Network at one point? I don't believe so, no. I think I think it did actually. Not to get too off topic. I could have sworn like I saw it on Cartoon Network one time as a kid.
1: maybe in like a foreign country where they have the licensing rights but not
0: here i look it up and i see what might be a bunch of fake like bumpers remember those bumpers it was like coming up next on cartoon network Did they say the name of the show
1: yeah bro. it's like one of those uh, they used to do that on channel. they used to they used to do that even on like the fucking soap opera channel which this is a really weird story all right I had some weird dreams as a kid and I remember a couple of them and in one dream I clearly remember. So my mother used to watch this channel called SoapNet, right? Are you familiar at all? Nope. It's a channel with a bunch of soap operas, but I have a really vivid memory of just having a random dream where there was a, <laughs> where it was just a like a SoapNet bumper because they had bumpers on SoapNet, but it was advertising Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> and I don't know why I had this dream. But I did. I had a dream about a bumper for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on a soap opera channel.
0: That's the weirdest shit ever. I know, but anyways, back to this episode. This is probably still one of my the fucking the CMCs, the Cutie Mark Crusaders, which is oh fuck, they don't call themselves that yet, do they? Uh okay. I well, don't remember Demi Okay, fucking spoiler alert. This is Apple. Apple Like in the end, when Apple Bloom. Scootaloo and Sweetie Belle become like good friends uh I'll just fucking describe the plot that basically Apple, Apple Bloom is in school and she gets made fun of for not having a cutie mark and then she tries a bunch of things to get a cutie mark and gets help from Rainbow Dash or whatever and then she goes to the party and gets made fun of and then she makes friends with uh Apple Bloom not Apple Bloom Apple Bloom makes friends with Sweetie Belle and Scootaloo two other fillies that are blank flanks and That sounds like a shitty episode if you haven't seen it, but it's it was actually really entertaining. And these these are like re reoccurring characters, and like this like sometimes they'll do uh, main six episodes of the main six ponies, and then they'll do Cutie Mark Crusaders episodes, which is these these three. That's what they're called, the Cutie Mark Crusaders. Dude, hell
1: yeah, bro! We get more of these, (laughs) base. God damn! He's dying, folks.
0: <coughs> <laughs> Dude, I might fucking puke on this podcast.
1: Did you do too many
0: dabs, bro? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sober. No, sorry. So, excuse, excuse me, listeners. Uh, I have a bit of a cough, and I'm gonna try to cut out as many as I can. But some of them just, I just won't. Um. But yeah these these guys are like the secondary cast, and I think they're. They were introduced in a very good way. I think this episode was great. Uh, I I can't think of any flaws. I, I didn't get mad at this episode at all. It was uh, very good. I give this like nine out of ten, or eight. Uh, right, I'm gonna give it eight point five out of ten. Nine out of ten is too 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 liberal.
1: Yeah, I don't think for me it's not good enough to add a new thing to the scale yet, uh, mm-hmm. but it definitely is solidly in the good question mark category.
0: Right this episode for me was like when i realized well i mean it was the first episode i saw but like when i when i actually sat down and watched it like years after seeing it for the first time like when i sat down and watched season one like this was the turning point this was like when this and all the episodes after this were like good in my eyes and this was like all right this is more than a girl's cartoon this is very uh very much more entertaining than that
1: this is a man's cartoon yeah this is
0: a man's cartoon and then two years later I turned out to be a woman the whole time and the whole the whole all genders can watch my little pony thing turned out to be like no I'm just a fucking girl <laughs> like that fucking
1: like brody Twitter meme
0: <laughs> the one where it says like become <laughs> become trans woman become white supremacist like the light, <laughs> yes. light path dark path meme yes I'll, I'll throw that on the fucking screen for people listening on trigger warning look at the screen right now and see this hilarious meme
1: for people listening on the riley podcast mega feed be thankful that you're not dealing with demi's bullshit
0: how how would someone not be dealing with my bullshit because they're listening on the mega feed they just don't get to see they don't the have image. to
1: watch your channel
0: oh are you are you are you saying what's the what, could, what, could, what, could, possi- what could possibly be uploaded like? on my channel that you don't like?
1: <laughs> I don't know, perhaps something that involves Osama Bin Laden.
0: Mm, are you talking about perhaps a video uh, that says Donald Trump has killed more Americans than Osama Bin Laden?
1: Yeah, bro. I'm not even a Trump supporter and that annoys me on a fucking molecular level.
0: Are you telling me that it's not an objective fact that Donald Trump has killed more people, more Americans than Osama bin Laden?
1: Uh, I mean, if you're if that with that statistic, you're referring to COVID-19 deaths. Fuck, no, it's not true. I'm not necessarily
0: referring to COVID-19 deaths. But that's part of it. Me and you had this conversation before and you admitted like I fucking convinced you like, yeah, okay, fine. Trump did kill more people than bin Laden, but I don't care. (laughs) That was your fucking answer. He didn't directly kill fucking anybody. Neither did fucking Osama Bin Laden. He didn't fly the fucking plane into the Twin Towers. Yes, but he made a plan with intent to kill.
1: Do- Unlike Donald Trump. Donald Trump was fucking reckless.
0: Donald Trump doesn't care about who fucking dies on his actions. What That's deaths just did Donald
1: Trump cause besides the COVID deaths, which did not count? Why,
0: do- why don't they count?
1: Because that has nothing to do with
0: Donald fucking Trump. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean it has nothing to do? Donald Trump refusing... Donald Trump refusing to endorse the vaccine until fucking Was recently. Based. Donald Trump's... Donald Trump not telling people to okay, wear a mask. Okay, not the vaccine. Not telling people to wear a mask. Not fucking... Just, just this completely anti-lockdown. Just letting people yeah. get... He let people get a virus and die he let thousands of people thousands of deaths that could have been Everybody prevented gets
1: viruses. viruses happen people get them
0: we don't shut down the fucking world over it. Riley why don't you wear a mask then I do <laughs> but you said you were anti-mask on largest issue
1: yeah I wear a mask when I have to wear a mask because I'm a pussy and I don't want to fight about it but why? why are you anti-mask in general because it's annoying Cause it's and annoying. I don't want to have to do it.
0: But it's been fucking statistically proven that countries that wear masks have significantly less COVID fucking cases. Why? So are you telling me that your convenience is more important than the lives of potential thousands of people? Yes. Why? Why are you such a selfish little <laughs> fucking cunt that that's actually what you believe? <laughs> like, I understand you're like, it's funny because I'm self-aware and I'm, I am an asshole and I admit it. But no, you're just a fucking asshole. Why would you... Why?
1: I don't know. Because it's annoying. It it sucks. I don't want to have to breathe
0: through a mask. Why can't you put up with a slight inconvenience? If everyone put up with this inconvenience for a certain amount of months, this shit would all be fucking over. And nobody would have to wear a mask ever. But it's fucking not. It's fucking pathetic. It's bullshit. We should shame by everyone being who wears- by being in by being an anti-masker. You are functionally contributing to having to wear a mask for a longer period of time.
1: Demi, have you seen the video where Riley went to a not me Riley, the other Riley went to a anti-mask, anti-lockdown protest like way back in twenty twenty.
0: What for? Was he with them? Yeah. Why the fuck would he be? Why?
1: You say th- you don't think that ASC Riley is anti-mask after all the conversations you've had with him. No, on I'm not. Com. I'm not
0: surprised. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Fuck ASC went- Riley.
1: No, there's a really funny clip where he's at this protest. And there's a guy walking his dog with a mask on who like starts like yelling at them. Yeah, but like you can't make out what he's saying, so the whole crowd just starts yelling, "Pull your mask up! We can't hear you." <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's really funny. So fucking stupid.
1: Pull your mask down. We can't hear you.
0: Uh, trigger warning. Endemic gloom does not endorse fucking anti-mask bullshit. Get the fucking vaccine. Wear a fucking mask. Don't be a selfish get the- fucking prick, like Riley here. I agree with one of those things. Why are you? Why are you pro-vaccine and anti-mask?
1: Because the vaccine's just—you gotta get one shot in your arm and then you're done, or two shots, I guess. But two shots in the arm, and then you're done. Are you? It's not. Are a, you vaccinated? To walk around with every day. No, because I haven't made an appointment yet. But I do plan to get Girl, vaccinated. Get that, get that shit soon.
0: You killed. You probably killed like fifty fucking grandmas Shut the indirectly. Fuck up. You've probably killed more Americans than Osama bin Laden. You son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> shit.
0: All right. I think that was a pretty good uh, a bullshit section because our fucking episode reviews were really short. Um. Do you have anything else you want to say about Call of the Cutie? Uh,
1: it was really good, and I can't wait for more episodes starring Apple Bloom and her friends, whose I don't remember. Cutie Mark Crusaders. The Cutie Mark
0: Crusaders. Cutie Mark. Oh yeah! Wait a minute! Cuties wait a minute! Wait a minute! Before, before this is over, was this the first time they actually talked about Cutie Marks in the show?
1: I believe
0: so. Yeah, we didn't. We need to talk about that, like fucking. Cheerilee is teaching her class or cheerly i think it is Cheerley is teach, teaching her class about cutie marks and like like symbolically like teaching the audience of the show like what a cutie mark is right because we were wondering why all these ponies have these like symbols on their flanks you know what i mean so i think that what do you think about like this idea that every pony has a fucking mark on their flank that like represents something about their personality do you, do you like this element of the show in the universe yeah and I don't really have like feelings either way, like I guess it's kinda cool. Yeah. I think it's fucking awesome. I think it's a really interesting addition to the universe. What I wanna know, Riley, is what would if you had a real life cutie mark, what would your cutie mark be? Um A Fedora. (laughs) (laughs) It would not that do you actually do you even own a Fedora? no isn't there like a photoshop picture of you with a fedora on (laughs) yes there is in fact (laughs) i'm gonna ask jason for that and put it on the screen here courtesy of kiwi farms dot whatever the fuck it is (laughs) you had well fucking one person on kiwi farms cared enough to look you up and find a picture of you one person it's fucking hilarious and then jason photoshopped it over a
1: wojack trying to put the square or the round hole like that shape thing
0: <laughs> 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 oh that's hilarious all right anyways we're gonna um wrap this up after these messages or i should say more bro- why would you put an ad right at the because <laughs> i do I, that's how that's how i roll dude Or i should i should say <coughs> brony initiation podcast will be right back after this message this episode of the Brony Initiation Podcast is brought to you by literally fucking nothing. Why? Because nobody wants to advertise on our show, because nobody listens to our show, because our show is fucking garbage. So please, if you're listening to the show, just just, just send me something to advertise, for the love of God. Hit me up on Twitter, at DemiGloom. Hit me up on Instagram, at DemiGloom, DemiGloom at gmail.com. T- TriggerWarningCast at gmail.com. Leave a comment on this video. I don't give a fuck, dog. I just need a goddamn advertisement advertisement man this is getting a little bit boring man i'm gonna i'm gonna pull a dave Chappelle and say like we'll be right back a commercial break and then have a commercial break and be like and then right after the commercial break all right that's all for tonight (laughs) goodbye motherfucker
1: i mean asterios does that all the time
0: yeah i always thought that was funny but anyways riley where can our listeners find you
1: Find me on Twitter at @rileytweets on Twitch twitch.tv/rileystreams, YouTube as Riley and Friends. Other podcast projects include Pokemon Variety Hour, which is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. And do click on the link in the description in order to go to the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. If you're listening on the Trigger Warning channel, I got some cool shit up there. Um, there's also the Big Guy Little Guy YouTube channel, uh, you can find that on YouTube, Big Guy Little Guy, uh, where me and my buddy Andrew do some Let's Plays, and also the Largest Issue in the Galaxy podcast is there. And lastly, you can check out the MoCast at anchor.fm slash the dash mo dash cast, or at the YouTube channel, the MoCast.
0: And that's R-I-E-L-Y, Riley, not R-I-L-E-Y. Yeah. That's Riley Reed. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh you can find me at twitter.com slash demigloom in- or Instagram.com slash demigloom, soundcloud.com slash demigloom, telonym.me slash demigloom. Oh shit, I have a telling him uh, too.
1: telonym.me slash riley414. R E L Y four one four.
0: Yep. Yeah, but no, if you're listening to this on the Riley Podcast Megafeed, click on the link in the description to the trigger warning YouTube channel the trigger warning youtube channel will feature as soon as i get my av to usb adapter replaced um uh, which will be after this shortly after this episode goes up uh, i'm going to get back to doing more visuals and content it's going to be podcasts vlogs and music videos is the
1: first episode of the main show even out on the youtube channel yet
0: uh, i was just going to i was just going to mention that the trigger warning podcast which is my other podcast now That I do is gonna be out pretty soon the pilot episode I'm gonna throw it up on YouTube but it's gonna be late as fuck it's already out on Spotify stitcher and everything that's on anchor except Apple music and a bunch of other podcast apps I don't even know (laughs) but yeah you can listen to trigger warning episode one about incels featuring heartsy proxy and we have absolutely no search search engine optimization because guess what there's a 50 million youtube channels and podcasts named trigger warning so basically we're f- this channel's doomed to fail from the beginning
1: but yeah good job i like
0: well mine's be doomed
1: because you literally can't
0: search for it so yeah we'll we'll work on that but anyways oh
1: uh... i just hurt myself ow shit fuck
0: you alright? I'm gonna get...
1: Yeah, I'm fine right now, but I think I might get tetanus. Stay tuned.
0: <laughs> Will Riley get tetanus? <laughs> Will Gloom ever sound like a woman? Find out on the next episode of the Brony Initiation Podcast. Bye. Bye.